Uh, considering the focus that you guys have had on getting off to a good trip this year after losing this game last year and going one and three, I think I was, to start the season. Uh, can you talk about uh, just salvaging a game that you looked like you'd played pretty well until that last little stretch? Yeah, I think we, you know, like over the course of, of the season, there's going to be games where you have a lead and, you know, you're going to have to find a way to win, whether it's in overtime or in a shootout. And, you know, guys went out there in the shootout and made high uh, high skill plays, and that's a high high pressure situation. So, you know, those are, you don't want to give up a lead in the third period. I think that's something that uh, we want to clean up and, and don't want that to seep into our game. But at the same time, there's going to be games like that where you have to find ways to win in, in overtime in a shootout. And, He's got a huge goal today and, and uh, gives us the two points. Kyle, for you, you've talked openly. Last year obviously was disappointing. You come in the first game, you know, you're out in overtime, you score the shootout winner. How big is it for you just from a confidence perspective to, to be in those situations? Yeah, it's really big. Um, like you said, I, I'll be the first to admit I had a bad year last year, but coming back, I, I want to prove myself and um, that's what I'm working towards doing, and, and to get the, the shift in overtime and, and to be out in the shootout, it definitely helps build the confidence, and um, it's something I have to take advantage of. Kyle, are you normally a shootout guy in all your other your other stops? Yeah, I, uh, I've, that's kind of one thing I've always uh, um, taken very seriously and, and done pre-scout on, and and really practiced over the course of my career. I, I find it a, a really fun part of the game, and uh, uh, I've taken I've taken a lot of a lot of penalty shots over my career. Or, sorry, um, shootout shots over my career. Um, you sit on the bench while the other four guys are going. By then, you're figuring, okay, I know where, where to beat this guy now because they were trying to deke and they were trying to shoot. And yeah, it, it's definitely something I'm paying attention to. Um, I. You know, Dry came in and, and kind of went left to right and tried going five hole. Um, but I, I, I saw the five hole there, um, but uh, he didn't kind of uh, freeze him for that split second to beat him. Um, and then, I mean, there's other good moves too that, that he made good saves on, but just kind of going in, it's definitely uh, helps when you get to watch the first couple of shots and, and have a little pre-scout yourself in the, in the game. Darnell, you spent a lot of your, or maybe even all of your PK time tonight with Evan Bouchard. How did you, how did you find that uh, pairing, and, and what kind of made it successful tonight? Yeah, Bouch, obviously, he comes into comes into the organization known as you know someone who can create a lot of offense, but um, he's just as smart defensively, and then his positioning and wanting to be in the right spots and block shots and win his battles, get the puck out. I mean, that's. Um, uh, for him, he, he he played great tonight, and to, to be able to kill beside him, uh, it, it was a lot of fun. I think we uh, we played well off each other. And a lot's made of obviously the kind of what happens with the top two lines and switching and stuff. How did you um, kind of feel like the second line did with Hyman, Nugent Hopkins, and Yamamoto? Yeah, they just brought a, a relentless work ethic that uh, all night. When whenever they got the puck into their zone and were able to get on top of their their D men and uh, force turnovers. I mean that's that's not a fun line to not a fun line to play against at all if you're a demon. Uh, either of you guys or both yet. I know you've you've both played a long time and you know, you're pros. When you get a full house like this and something big happens, you score a big goal or you win a game, does it really make a difference for you guys when there's sixteen thousand people here, particularly after what you've been through the last two years? 
Okay. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, it gives you such a boost of energy. Um, the momentum shifts in the game, the, um, after you score a goal, just walking out to start the game, you know, hearing them singing the Canadian anthem, and such a boost of energy. It's hard to justifiably explain how, how big of a difference and, and how good it makes you feel being at home and having your crowd behind you. And Darnell, do you, you know, you guys had a 2 nothing lead, it got away, you ended up winning the game. Is there something there for you? Is there, you know, I'm not saying you're happy you blew a 2 nothing lead, but having won the game and survived it, do you get something out of that? Yeah, it was the first win of the first win of the season, and that's big. You got to get that first one, first one down and build off it. Like I said, you don't want to be um, losing leads there in the third period, and that's something that we're we're gonna have to clean up. Um, but at the same time, to be able to, you know, we were resilient, didn't give up the the third one, didn't give up one in in OT, and found a way to win in the, in the shootout. Like that's you, you're gonna have to win games like that too. Kyle, you guys have had a couple of fun shootouts to end practices in camp. If I'm not mistaken, you won one of them, and then you've also had success in another one. Did you have a conversation with Dave Tippett at all leading up to this, saying, hey, if we go to the shootout, you're going to be one of the top five shooters? No, no. He, uh, um, no, we, we haven't had a conversation like that, but it's, it's like I said earlier, it's just it's something I've always worked on, and um, I found it a, a real fun part of the game and, and an important part of the game, so it's something I, I take seriously. Uh, Darnell, a uh, question for you about Zach Hyman. He makes his Oilers, he gets his first as an Oiler. Just the the impact that he has in all facets of the game. As a defenseman who played against him, I think it was nine times last season, being on the other side now, how nice it is to have 18 on your side. Yeah, I think like the biggest compliment to him, I mean, playing against him nine times last year is the most annoying player to play against because He's always in your back pocket. No matter if you hit him, uh, you play him hard on the corners, he's, he's always coming back. And um, on top of that, you see he's able to, to go on to the power play and, and create some, some great plays and, and finish with, uh, with the goal they scored. So um, he, he really just brings it, brings it everywhere, and, and it all starts with the work ethic that he brings. And for our team, uh, guys, just, guys just feed off that, so we're very lucky to have him here in, in Edmonton. Uh, Darnell, over here. When, when people talk about the Oilers, they say they they got a lot of stuff going for them. But you know, I'm not just I'm not sure about their goaltending. When you, Mike Smith come out and debut like this, I mean, can you kind of speak to the confidence guys or look like you're going to have again in them this season? Yeah, we have a ton of ton of confidence in our goaltenders. Uh, Smitty, the way he battles, comes out, plays, leads by example each and every night. Uh, I can just say for our room, the guys that are that are in there. Uh, it's great looking back there and, and seeing Smitty and, and Koski in the pipes, and we have a ton of trust uh, in both of them. And, and Smitty shows it again tonight, makes some huge saves, some some very timely saves, and uh, big reason why we win that game. I'd uh, just like to quickly say, I mean, there's been a lot on social media, and, and there's been some articles out kind of inferring that Arch, uh, what he's going through is because he was unvaccinated, and I just think that's unfair. I think there's people who are vaccinated. They're also going through a lot of stuff. And I mean, I think it's just unfair for the media to be all over him because of that. So I just want to get that out there.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.